This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 18, Cultivating Confidence. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hi there, my friend. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. I know I say it a lot in this intro, but I always am so grateful that you're here. If this is your first episode, thanks for tuning in. And if it's not, and you haven't left a review for the show and you're loving this, please go leave a review. I feel like it's harder for me to get people to leave reviews than it is to pay me money. No joke. And those reviews really help me get some bigger guests on the show because I know when somebody asks me to be on their show, that's the first thing I look at. How many reviews do they have? Because it's hard in the podcast world right now to really know numbers. Sure, we can share just generalized numbers, but um, those reviews are really a way for those guests to see, hey, how many people are tuning in and loving the show? So especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please take the time to just go and leave a quick review, a couple words about why you're loving the show. I would be so appreciative. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So today we're talking about cultivating confidence. I am so fired up about this topic and I've noticed when I get really fired up about a topic, I talk really fast. So today I'm going to be extremely mindful to slow it down Take a couple deep breaths in there because when I get fired up, oh my gosh, there's just so many things that I want to tell you, but I need to make sure that I'm not talking so fast that you are not being able to digest this, okay? So if you're somebody who likes that fast content, you might want to speed me up today, but otherwise I'm slowing it down, all right? And the other thing I want to say too is I am not holding back on my language today. So if you have little ones around, you should know by now to listen with headphones, okay? So I'm gonna warn you now. All right, so cultivating confidence. Let me tell you why I wanna do this episode. So I have realized that a lot of clients are coming to me and I ask them the question, what do you wanna gain most from us working together and coaching to say this is worth your time and money, like one of the best investments of your life. And so many women are telling me, I wanna increase my confidence levels. And so what will happen then is if we end up working together, we develop a goal around their confidence levels. And I will ask them specifically, okay, where are you right now on a one to 10 scale with your confidence, 10 being highest? And a lot of them will kind of tell me around a three to a five. And then I will ask them specifically, what does a three to a four or five, what does that mean to you? And they will describe it as this. And I'm going to give you this description because I want to see if you can relate to any of these things. Okay. So they're saying they're feeling unsure of their decisions and their abilities. They're finding it hard to make decisions. They're not standing up for themselves and even avoiding conflict altogether. 
They're worrying or caring what others think. They're feeling stuck because again, it's hard for them to make decisions. They're holding back, not expressing emotions because again, they're caring what other people think. They have a lot of fear about where they're going, what they're doing, if they're gonna make mistakes, if they're gonna fail, oh, if they succeed, can they handle it? Can you know they balance all the things in their life? It's so many different fears, but there's a lot of it there. And so because of that fear, they're having some anxieties, even a little bit of depression here and there, because again, that stuck feeling does not feel good, right? They're people pleasing, they're doubting and criticizing themselves a lot especially with that negative inner voice. And they find that even other people in their lives are criticizing them and they're not standing up to that. They're not feeling comfortable in their skin or just as themselves in some way. And they're procrastinating and or avoiding things that they need to be doing or handling or tackling, right? And I will tell you, you may think, oh my gosh, well, Lindsay, I'm not there. But you may be in that area of life in some space, meaning, let me give you an example. So I had a client recently who came to me and is a rock star in her professional life. She's a VP at a startup and the startup is rocking it. And you can tell that this woman is just like, knows herself in the business world. And I asked her, you know, what is it that you want coaching to help you with? And she wants to grow another area of her life. And I said, well, what's holding you back from doing that? And she said, confidence. So again, you can be a rock star in one area of your life, but there may be one, two, three, or more other areas of life where you want to grow and you're experiencing some of this lack of confidence because of that. You know, even when we start new things, I know I'm raising my hand here. I feel the same way of, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. Those negative doubts and criticism comes up for me. And so it's just hard sometimes. And so today I want to give you three steps, kind of a step-by-step process for you to increase your confidence level so you can get more of what you want, right? Because I am so tired of hearing women that they're not going after the jobs that they want because they don't feel as qualified. You know, men, it's been shown are applying for those jobs, even when they don't have all the qualifications and women aren't. Same with asking for pay raises. Men do it more. They do it more often. Women aren't. And that's part of why, you know, most women aren't making what men are making in a similar role with a similar background because they just don't have that confidence. So we've got to change this, ladies. We cannot be at this place anymore. We're starting to get too much awareness with these stats out there that men are asking for more and doing it better. And I really think that goes back to confidence. Men just have that natural ability to do this more. They've been conditioned for it more. They also have testosterone on their side, which I know helps. And two, we live in a culture where it really promotes men being able to go after that stuff more than women. And it's time to change that stuff. Okay. So again, today I want to give you these three steps so you can boost that confident confidence and just really get what you want. All right. So step one to building your confidence is what I'm going to call self-awareness. And I always say the first step to making any kind of change in your life is being aware, aware of your pitfalls, aware of the things that are holding you back. So many people out there are walking around like flipping zombies. In fact, I had a um, strength soiree this past weekend with a group where I didn't know anybody in the room. I was brought into essentially what we call a cold audience. Um, And I was talking to them about their strengths and about their negative inner voice. And you could just tell 
like so many people in the room were not ready for that kind of content. Like they just looked at me with those zombie eyes of I'm not ready to wake up yet. And that's totally cool. You know, I lived in that space for a very long time, especially in my former marriage. I didn't want to wake up to the fact that life wasn't as good as maybe it seemed on paper or in pictures. We all go through those seasons, right? But you're listening to this podcast today for a reason. You're ready to wake up. So let's get some self-awareness in there. How are you going to do that? Well, there's a couple different ways. The first is to know yourself. And I go back to the same assessment over and over again. I have a lot that I like, but this one's my favorite. And it's the Clifton Strengths Assessment, formerly known as Strengths Finder. Why do I love this assessment so much? Because you're going to get your top five strengths handed to you. And that is going to give you a ticket to start to understand who you are as a unique individual. Yes, you can go take the Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram or the VIA and all these other assessments that's going to give you more generalized results of like, hey, you're an Enneagram 3, that's what this means, or hey, you're a ENFP, that's what this means. And those are great. And I love those assessments as well. But with the Clifton Strengths Assessment, you are going to get results that only one in 33 million people have. I mean, that is just so unique and special. And when you start to understand how to maximize those strengths, you can get into action really fast. It builds a confidence really fast. I just love that tool because again, it creates really unique results and you can get into action with that very quickly. So a lot of times you'll just get those results and the Gallup company who runs the Clifton Strengths will tell you some information about those strengths and that can be really helpful. But you can also come to me and get an even deeper dive of maybe taking my Solidify Your Strengths course where I spend an hour on each of those strengths and breaking it down for you of, hey, here's where you can grow in that strength and here's where going to be your pitfalls. Here's probably patterns of behavior you're doing and this is the way to change it. So it's just a very eye-opening to start to understand yourself in that way. And when I learned my Clifton strengths back in the day, um, it was so eye-opening to say, hey, here's what's right with me. Here are things that I do really well. And yes, there's some pitfalls with that, but now I know why they're there. I know how to change them. Before, again, I just had this thought of, well, I'm just some weirdo and I can't get what I want. And you know, I'm never gonna make this happen. I want the secret to success. And I didn't understand how people were getting their goals and I wasn't. And again, the Clifton Strengths Assessment allowed me to start doing that. So if you haven't taken that assessment yet, to get your top five, it's only $19.99. You can go to Gallup's website, you can Google it, or I have a bit.ly, so it's http colon backslash backslash bit.ly forward slash get with a capital G, strengths with a capital S. So you can go there as well. Now, I don't make any money from this assessment. That's not an affiliate link. I just love this tool. I think it's amazing. If you do end up taking the Clifton Strengths Assessment, send me your results. I would love to see them. I mean it. I really would. Send me an email. And um, let's get, start talking about what makes you unique and special. I can just give you in a couple sentences some free feedback of, oh my gosh, okay, here's where you're going to do really well and here's where you're going to have pitfalls. Because again, that just creates an, a, mo a momentum of starting to understand who you are. You know, I have so many clients that come to me and say, I just hate conflict and I can't deal with it. And that's part of their confidence issues. And then we pull their Clifton strengths and they have a strength called Harmony High. 
And so they're always wanting to have harmonious situations and that's fine and great, but they realize some of the pitfall of that is not standing up for themselves. And so what happens then just from that awareness, they're starting to say, okay, this is my harmony. My harmony is going to feel uncomfortable when I have to stand up for myself and that's okay. And they start to understand that they can just kind of talk to their inner harmony strength. I know it sounds weird, but it's so cool. Um, talk to that inner harmony strength to kind of calm her down a little bit when they're going in. And just that one little tweak makes a big difference. You know, I have a client right now who's in that same exact boat, high harmony, working on confidence. And at work, she has started to thrive in just the past 90 days of us working together and starting for her to balance that harmony strength. She is getting a promotion. People at work are noticing her more. People in her personal life are noticing her more. She made a very, very big decision in her life recently um, that was very hard for her. And she now is just cultivating this confidence as she's starting to do that. And it all went back to taking that Clifton Strengths assessment, all right? Now, eventually, if you continue to work with me, I'll teach you more about yourself. Like I'll teach you your way of thinking. I'll teach you your values and your passions and your purpose. And I call it the puzzle of you. And we sit down and we look at all that stuff. And that's where you really gain a confidence and really gain a momentum. Um, so just know there's more out there, especially what I do in my process. But I always tell people start with that Clifton Strengths assessment because again, individualized results that you can immediately start applying action steps into. Okay. Now, another way that you can build self-awareness to increase your confidence is knowing about your negative inner voice. I've talked about it here on the podcast a lot. In the psychology world, they call it the ego. Some people call it the false self, the conditioned self, the shadow self, your inner child even. I've called it the inner mean girl just because that's kind of how I view it as that Regina George type character from the movie Mean Girls in your head putting you down. She's criticizing you, doubting you, making you want to control things you know you can't control and be angry and have anger outbursts and making you avoid things and people please and have perfectionist tendencies and worry about these details and procrastinate and all that fun stuff. We all have that voice. It's just part of our human DNA, which is just knowing that alone can be huge. Before I thought I was crazy and I would go to a counselor and I would say, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? Why do I beat myself up? Why do I put others down and, and have these huge reactions when I'm in fights? I don't want to be that person, but I don't know how to stop. And never in a year of counseling was it ever brought up about this negative inner voice. Oh gosh, it would have been so eye-opening. It wasn't until I went to coaching and we tapped into this voice and it was like, oh, I'm not crazy. I'm not weird. I'm not different. I'm just human. And I hear that from so many of my clients all the time. You know, they come to me and they're like, just learning about that negative inner voice, Lindsay, has been so life-changing for me. And the work that we do when we're working together is we tap deeper into that voice. We even interview her, as crazy as that sounds, and we really figure out what she's saying, which can be so life-changing to understand because that negative inner mean girl voice tends to live in our unconscious mind. And so she's whispering all these negative things in our ears all day long. Now, sometimes we can hear it, right? And so that's why, you know, I'll get people that say, oh, I just, you know, criticize myself so much or doubt myself. Well, that means that they've kind of turned up the volume on that inner mean girl and they can hear it, but there's still probably a lot of things she's saying off the mic. 
and she's just whispering it and you don't even know it. Um, so it's really important you start to A, just know that voice is there and just know it's human behavior. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just a human being. Two, start to uh, know the script of what she's telling you. And I'll, the big exercise I do with my clients is I have them start journaling, especially if they get emotionally triggered by something. I say, pull out a pen and paper and write, I feel statements. I feel mad because, and then let it all out on paper. Then go to the next feeling. I feel sad because, da, da, da. And Google a feelings chart because that feelings chart is gonna allow you to, to understand what feelings you feel before. You know, it's so hard for us to understand our feelings sometimes. And that feelings chart can just say, yeah, I'm feeling disgust. That's what it is. It's not anger, it's disgust. But we just needed that word in that moment. Because when we're in that emotional part of our brain, it's called the amygdala, our thinking brain isn't as strong. And so it's hard for us to kind of pull those words. And so that feelings chart can help. So Google it. Um, but yes, yeah, start to understand that script. Journaling can help get it out on paper and you'll start to get eye opening results. You know, I have a client right now who I had start to journal and she's on week three of journaling. I don't think she's even doing it every day, but I just talked to her a few days ago and she's like, Lindsay, oh my gosh, my world is changing and I'm seeing this voice even more and I'm already starting to feel more confident because that's actually one of her goals specifically is work on confidence. So it can happen. I will tell you, you just have to make the space and time for it and just believe me just enough to start doing it. All right. Now, the third way to start to know that inner negative voice, that inner mean girl, is to go in even deeper. Like I said, interview her like I do in my coaching process. And let's start to reprogram that script because that script came from your past. So things that have happened in your past that hurt you, that brain of yours said, ooh, we're gonna build a wire around this so that you don't do that again and get hurt. Because if you're listening to the show a lot, you know our brain is not wired for happiness. It's wired for survival. And so when those bad things happen in our lives, even if it's just something so little, like we give a presentation and you know maybe we sneeze in the middle of it and people start laughing, I don't know. And so then all of a sudden our brain says, oh my goodness, we can't go out and shine because it's embarrassing, right? So we program all these really silly things in our childhood. You know, I see it with my daughter right now, especially she's starting to go through puberty. She's about to be nine, crazy, I know. I don't know why she's going through puberty so young, it kills me. Um, but I see it with her, you know, something will happen and all of a sudden she just goes to extremes like, you don't love me, you don't do this, I'm like, no, babe, I'm just telling you, I have a call right now. <laughs> it's not because I don't love you. I just have a client call. Um, and again, our child brain, unfortunately, it's just so emotional too. We build all these really weird wires because we're not in the thinking brain as much. So it's really important that we all go in there at some point and look at the script of that negative inner, inner voice, excuse me, um, so you can start to know it's there know what it's telling you, reprogram, heal that stuff. And my goodness, that's when life starts to feel really flipping good. And you feel really confident just from those two things alone. I mean, if you even just did the inner mean girl voice, whoo, that's big. And that's really what we tap into my become an unstoppable woman program is that negative inner voice. Cause that is really one of the biggest blocks holding you back. People say all the time, it's external stuff. Oh, it's because, you know, my husband travels so much and I'm with the kids all day, or I don't have any money or, you know, I'm so busy at work. And 
I get it. You know, external things can impact us, but at the end of the day, we are co-creators with God and the universe. We can make things happen if we really, really want it. You know, when I invested in coaching years ago, I was a single mom. I had no job. I had a little bit in savings and I invested that savings into coaching. Was it scary? Yes. It was absolutely scary. And that was a choice that I made because I believed in it so much. Um, Of course, I had my doubts, but I believed in it enough to do that kind of stuff. Like I just had a client sign up to single mom of four. And she invested at a higher coaching level than people who I know are probably making more money than her. But she is so hungry right now. And she is showing the F up to make things happen. And I I know she's going to get incredible results. She's going to be probably one of those top tier rock stars because she's putting so much in. So I I encourage you, if you really want something, you'll make it happen. You might not just be at the place yet where you're really ready to tackle this stuff. And that's totally cool. I get it. But don't make flippant excuses. Don't be like, oh, it's because I don't have money. Like, again, I'm telling you, when I was a single mom, you know, I invested when I did. And too, when I really wanted something, I sold crap around my house. I took on little odd things, odd jobs to make it happen because I wanted the mental change so bad in that period of life. And so if you really want something, again, you will make it happen. Got it? A little tough love there, but I gotta gotta pull that out there. Now, the other thing I wanna say there too is it is really important. Yes, it's external stuff can impact us. Yes, absolutely. But what I find with many of my clients is that they're putting up with way more shit than they need to be. And nobody knew, right? So I know when I learned this about what boundaries I needed to be setting, they were boundaries like letting people talk me out of my truth, having people talk to me longer than I wanted them to talk to me. Um, What were some other ones? You know, people convincing me to do things I didn't want to do, saying yes to things I didn't want to say yes to. Those are all things that when my coach told me, hey, Lindsay, like, you don't need to put up with that anymore. And in fact, you're supposed to have boundaries around that stuff. It blew my flipping mind and it blew blows the client's minds that I work with a lot of times of, wait a second, I can say no to that. Like I can set boundaries with that and I'm not going to be a mean, nasty person. No, you're not going to be a mean, nasty person because you can do it in a really nice way. In fact, you're going to be a very confident, empowered person who goes after what they want and you're going to give back so much more to the world than you putting up with this little crap of like saying yes to the bake sale when you don't want to do the bake sale or saying yes to that work project that you know is not going to go well you know it because you can feel it in your body so many women have turned off listening to themselves listening to their bodies uh, and their intuition, it, and that's what, in essence, I'm giving my clients too, is to turn that crap back on. You have all the answers inside of you of where you want to go, but for some reason, something's happened to you where you may have turned some of that stuff off, and we all do it. We're all conditioned into society of, you know, this group think mentality of, oh, you need to look this one certain way and do these one certain things and, you know, all that, and it's time to break the mold. It's time to jump out of there and start looking at life a different way and really start to think about, again, too, how can I change my external circumstances? And the re- the way that you can do that, I'll give you a little hint here, is by changing yourself. You know, some so many people look at my life and say, well, how'd you go from a broke single mom to now, you know, really in the 1% financially and have the life that you have and all that stuff. And that was because I changed myself. 
I was not going to attract the life that I wanted unless I changed myself. Okay. And it happens for my clients too. And it can happen for you too, my friend. Now, if you're a client of mine, you're like, Lindsay, I know I get it. I get it. I get it. So these are just great reminders for you, my friend. If you're trying to boost your confidence again, here's the, here's the process. Keep going through it. You got this. Keep going. All right. So step one, as I said, of boosting or cultivating that confidence is self-awareness. And we talked about knowing who you are, especially knowing your strengths can be the first step there, knowing that inner negative voice, and then knowing to the external shit you're putting up with that you really don't need to be, but nobody kind of told you otherwise, right? Especially we see so many women from past generations who put up with way too much crap, way, way too much. And then we saw them be so unhappy, right? I know I saw with my mom and I thought, God, if my mom could just be happy, I would love to see that. And I know that's something I'm giving my daughter of she gets to see a woman who gets to live a freaking freaking great life, you know, um, and be confident in her body. Yeah, it's not perfect, but I feel pretty good about it. Um, and so she, she feeds off that, right? And I know if you're a mom, you want that for your kids too, okay? All right, so step one, self-awareness. Step two, after you build that self-awareness, it's important you get into action. I see a lot sometimes with newbie clients, especially if they've done a lot of therapy, they have a ton of awareness. Like, oh, I know that this is my problem and I know that this is related to this and this is why I'm doing this. And then they're just still freaking stuck. It's like, okay, well, you have so much awareness. Like, why aren't you taking action? And that's where they're getting, you know, problems. And so with coaching, what we're doing is we're always building awareness and then they're implementing. Build awareness, implement. Build awareness, implement. And the way that we're doing this is by creating little bitty 21-day habits. So the research has kind of changed out there. Some people say it's 21 days to create a new habit in your brain or a new wire. Some people are really moving toward 28 days. Some people say it's a little bit longer. But 21 days is kind of the minimum of having back-to-back consistency of doing a habit. So let me kind of give you some examples of how I've done this in the past with clients. So if a client comes to me, they're wanting to build confidence as we're working through the Become an Unstoppable Woman process, we're going through things like knowing their inner mean girl, knowing their strengths, knowing their external blocks, and then we'll get to the point of, okay, let's start to implement, let's do some 21 day habits. And so depending on where they're finding uh, as the biggest stumbling blocks is where we'll build a habit. So for one client recently, it was setting the boundary of not doing things she didn't want to be doing because she was just saying yes to all these things and then getting so resentful and so drained at the end of every week and then starting the next week even more drained. And so she just started to build that habit of every day she was going to question herself before she said yes to something because she was just in such a pattern of saying yes, 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 yes. Instead, pausing, thinking, do I want to do this? So tapping back into that intuition again, right? If we're trying to turn on and then say, okay, yeah, maybe I do, or no, I don't, or maybe I want to do it this way, right? And so after 21 days, she started to see a momentum with that. It wasn't as much as I, it wasn't as hard of a thing for her to kind of pause. It was more habitual, right? So with other clients, it'll be, I want to say this mantra to myself. I am confident. I am strong. I am this. I am that. In order to kind of combat that negative inner voice, because we can do that with mantras, we can kind of come back at that negative inner voice and say, well, here's what I'm going to start to say to myself and program this wire to kind of calm you. And that helps a lot too. I used to hate mantras, by the way. So if you're on that boat, just know I totally understand, but I just try it. Try saying positive, present focus statements about like, I am this, I am that. 
And oh my gosh, after 21 days, you're going to be thanking me that you did it. I know I was thanking my coach. So that's another idea. Um, another thing that I've done with a client too is it might just be they need a lot of self-care. They've just been so used to giving and giving and giving and giving that for 21 days, they're going to spend an hour on themselves doing something um, in order to kind of build up some inner strength before they can go out into the world and build more outer strength. So hopefully that gives you some ideas. Um, But again, you just want to take little baby action steps. Oh, I want to give you one more example. So on my strength soirees, when I'm going and I'm teaching people about their Clifton strengths, um, I give them these one sheet pages on each of their top five strengths. And I give them specifically documentation on what their basement of their strength is. So when it's in overdrive and it's training them versus when it's in their balcony and when it's in a really great, awesome place. And then I say, okay, we've gotten some awareness today in these past, you know, 20, 30 minutes already in the, in the workshop. Now let's build a little action step. What's something you want to change? So already I'm taking them into action of what's one little thing you can do to start to change a pattern of behavior you want to change. And I'm so sorry if you can hear that train in the background. I don't know why the train is coming by right now, but it is. So anyways, they're taking these 21 little baby day step habits. Okay. Now, then we go into step three. So typically, again, when someone's working with me, they'll do like my Life Lovers 21 Day Challenge course. And so that course is really, I always say, just the appetizer of starting to understand if we're a good fit to work together even more, if you're showing up for yourself, if you're ready for change, do you like my teaching style, my coaching style, and all that stuff. And then after that, we get into the good stuff of the Become an Unstoppable Woman process. And we do those 90 days of lots of self-awareness, especially around their blocks, getting into taking those baby action steps with 21 day habits. And then after that course is complete, some clients go on to my last and final course called Become Authentically Awesome, where we spend 90 days growing essentially their authentic self. So the best of them. And because we've diminished so many of the blocks internally and externally, they can kind of bloom and blossom. And this is where their confidence just starts to soar. And one of the big things that they're doing is not only building awareness of the puzzle of who they are and, you know, all of that other stuff, but they are taking massive action toward their goals. And I'm starting to teach them what massive action feels like. So there's something called passive action and there's something called massive action. So passive action is like learning and kind of being behind the scenes and stuff. So when you're taking, for example, like a course of mine, that's more passive action, but massive action is when you're out in the world's more. So um, for example, when I went through the coaching process, in the massive action phase, that was when I started building my business. So I was out there, you know, I was getting like the LLC, I was starting to take on clients, all that stuff. So where some of my clients are right now, they're in that massive action phase. And so they're just constantly kind of putting themselves out there toward their goals to make it happen. So, and what's great about massive action is you get out there sometimes and you're creating action and action and action and then something may happen and all of a sudden you feel blocked again. But now you have the process of knowing how to understand your blocks from the Unstoppable Woman course and you're able to kind of analyze and say, oh, okay, this is why this is coming up and you're able to kind of push through it, heal it, release it, whatever you want to call it, and then you're able to get back in action again. So I'll give you an example again in my own life of when I was building my business at the end of when I was getting coached, 
it was like I would go through these waves of massive action and then for whatever reason I'd hit a block and then I'd be more in passive action of being behind the scenes and maybe learning a little bit more and then I would have to figure out what the block was and then getting into massive action again and then I'd maybe hit another block and get into passive action and I wasn't really aware of this whole process yet this is something I did not learn in coaching I had to kind of teach myself of you know, when I hit these blocks and, and I'm in passive action, that's kind of a red flag to say, whoa, stop, let's figure out what's going on so I can get back to the massive action. But as I figured out this process and I realize when I'm not in massive action to kind of look at myself and see what's going on, now that I've done that for a while, oh my gosh, I'm in such massive action with my business and I am making more money than I've ever made and I'm working less than I'm ever working and it feels so good and it's almost like magic you know I'll just say well you know I just ended my last free consult I don't have any more in the books and I don't really have any marketing I'm doing right now and all of a sudden it's like more consults start getting booked it's so weird so I've realized recently like oh my gosh where I'm at in my business now I'm just constantly in massive action and I realized too like for example if I have a consult call and somebody doesn't end up signing with me I don't let it block me anymore before it'd be like oh my gosh what did I say maybe I didn't tell them this da, da, da. and I just say now it's like well it wasn't a good fit they're not moving forward moving on next person next 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 and that's what you want in your life so say for example if you're trying to build confidence in your career and you're wanting to apply for jobs, say you start to get in that massive action phase where you're just applying and applying and applying and applying, right? And maybe you go on some interviews and maybe you don't get the job. And you being in massive action phase, it shouldn't phase you. If it phases you, that tells you there's a block that you need to build some self-awareness of and heal to get back into massive action. Because otherwise it'd be like, well, I didn't get the interview. No big deal. It wasn't a great fit. Moving on, moving on, moving on. And this is where when you're at this space, you start to become awe-inspiring. And I will tell you, it's taken me a couple years to get here. And this is like when I'm going on podcast interviews, people are like, oh my gosh, I just can't believe how resilient you are and how you've done all this and created all this. And now you help women do this. And and it's like, yeah, because I'm in massive action phase, baby, because I have gained that self-awareness. I have done these little baby action steps and I am just like out there all the time. And so this is where people are like, man, she's so confident, man, she's got this, man, she's got that. And it's like, okay, man, if only everybody knew this, right? This is how we cultivate confidence. We get that self-awareness. We take those baby steps. We get into massive action. We know how to look at our blocks when we're not in massive action because um, it just seems like I'm on fire. And do you ever see that with other people? It's like, man, they're just on fire. They're just going and going and going. And um, I will say, I think I'm at the very start of my little fire here. Like if you look at somebody in my space, like a Marie Forleo or Rachel Hollis, who is bigger in their career in the self-help industry, they're really on fire, right? Because they've done the same thing. It was self-awareness, taking little baby steps, massive action. And if they're not in massive action, figure out why they're not. Get that self-awareness again. Little baby action steps, back to massive action, right? Um, so this is just when you're like, man, I have done it. I am confident beyond anything I ever thought. And that's what I find with clients too. They'll say, you know, Lindsay, I want to take my confidence from a three to an eight and we'll get there in the 90 days. But then later the eight looks so different because it's like, man, what I used to think was an eight in confidence is now probably like a four because now my confidence is even bigger and bigger and bigger. 
And of course, a lot of confidence, I think, sometimes comes from, you know, just constantly, again, putting yourself out there and being okay with failing sometimes and stumbling and just getting back up and doing it again. And it just comes from repetition. But this is really the process, my friend. Self-awareness, baby steps, massive action. Self-awareness, baby steps, massive action. It really is that simple. I think we try and overcomplicate things so much. And again, we have these this inner script from that nasty inner mean girl sometimes that's saying we're weird and different. We can't do this and it's too hard and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We can do it. We can absolutely do it. You just don't know the process yet on how to do it. So I hope today helped you to start to understand that process. Of course, if you want to go deeper with this and really get the life-changing results of having a coach by your side and me helping you, come on over. I want to talk to you. Come on over to my website, lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, preston.com. I have a free coaching assessment on there. Go take that. And if we're a good fit to work together, we'll get on a free consult call. We'll talk through what you're wanting. Really make sure it's a good fit. Customize my coaching process to see what what programs would be best for you and which ones we maybe don't need. And um, we'll kind of go from there. So wherever you are, my friend, I love to talk to you. Again, go to my website, lindsayepreston.com. Let's see if we're a good fit and take it deeper. But otherwise, get into action, my friend, from this content today. I love hearing when somebody has listened to a podcast and they say, I'm already making changes. Like on the last episode with a resume, I'm already making changes with that. I'm like, yes, that's what this podcast is all about. Okay, so that's all I have for you for today. I hope you love this episode. So next time, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.